Welcome to the Simply Magnetic Podcast. I'm Danielle Addison, your host and guide on this journey. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of manifesting and magnetizing a life beyond your wildest dreams? In each episode, I'll be sharing practical tips, powerful insights, my real life missteps and takeaways along my own magnetism journey, and soulful guidance to help you master your thoughts and energies, allowing you to magnetize your heart's desires effortlessly. Join me as we deep dive into the realms of pleasure, ease, flow, and alignment. Together, we'll discover how to tap into the seductive power of the universe and manifest everything you've ever wanted. Step-by-step in the most simplistic way, I'll walk you through proven techniques, tools, and strategies to align your thoughts and energies with your dreams, creating a life that feels like pure magic. So if you're ready to embrace your power, awaken your inner magnetism, and embark on a journey of abundance and fulfillment, this is the podcast for you. Subscribe now and get ready to seduce the universe and claim the life you truly deserve. I'm Danielle Addison, and I can't wait to witness your magic and miracles. Hello, and welcome to the Simply Magnetic Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Addison, and today we are going to be talking about the nervous system and especially the nervous system in the relationship to the nervous system when it comes to attracting money and your desires into your life. The reason we are going to be focusing on money in particular is because money tends to bring up the most when it comes to people and their emotions all over the place. We have so many stories. We have so many ideas. Um, people have so much trauma when it comes to money. And I just felt that was a really good thing for us to focus on today in regards to our nervous system so that we can call in more money, more overflow, more peace, more regulation into our life. Because as we regulate our nervous system, we ultimately feel better, which leads to us attracting more of what we really want into our lives. So let's start off with talking about the two different types of nervous systems that we have within our body. And just in case some of you aren't even really familiar, and I know I wasn't until I really dove deep into this work, I wasn't familiar with my nervous system besides the fact that it was called that. And there are two different types of the nervous system. There's the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the part of our nervous system that drives the fight or flight response. 
in stressful situations. When we hit that activated state, when we're activated and something triggers in us this response, we become on high alert. This is when you will most likely feel the anxiety at an all-time high. This is that system. When you're in your parasympathetic part of your nervous system, that part of your nervous system's main purpose is to conserve energy and get you back to safety. That is the purpose. Get you back to safety, get you back to relaxation. So we want to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. And we want to move you to that when you're in that sympathetic nervous system state, like when you're activated in that state. So I'm going to go into a little bit more about this, but let's just talk about the fight, flight, and freeze responses when it comes to money and financial trauma in our nervous system. And I want to talk about this because this is what usually comes up when you begin to manifest and magnetize more money into your life. And if you're an entrepreneur, but you don't have to be, this is what typically gets activated when you see an income dip or when as an entrepreneur, you have a client who defaults on a payment or something like that reminds your body that you are not safe that you're not safe. You are in real danger. The nervous system response in that moment is to survive. There was a time where we had to worry out in the wild before, you know, our area was really developed. And us as humans, we had to worry about when we went to sleep being eaten by a lion being attacked by a bear. These were very real situations that we would find ourselves in in an almost regular basis. So our bodies would go into this activated state where it had to be acutely aware of what was going on around you because its whole job was to keep you alive. So you would become hyper, hyper aware of your sight became better. It, it was, you You can hear more, you know, you were constantly scanning the area. And when it comes to money, a lot of us, when our state is activated, are doing the same thing. We're in that, we're in that place where we feel we have to fight for our lives. Like, we the nervous system can't tell the difference if we are being eaten by a lion or we are about to be eaten by a bear and when we have financial stress in that way it can't tell the difference so it is the same to your nervous system so what we want to do 
in that state is to get ourselves back to safety without further activating ourselves deeper into this state. We don't want to take us deeper into it where we reach the point of burnout because when we reach that point of burnout or the point of exhaustion might might resonate with you more. Um, so when you get to that point of exhaustion, you're in a deep freeze. You're so exhausted. You just do nothing. You can do nothing. You, you're so, your body and your nervous system is so overworked that you get to that place and it's harder to get us out of the sympathetic state. So when you're in that state where you feel you are in imminent danger and you are real, a lot of times it's that fight, that flight, and that comes in three stages. First, it's alarm. It is saying we are in danger. Something isn't right here. The second state part of that is resistance. It's we have extreme resistance to everything around us because again, we are not safe. And like I said, that third part in the final stage of that is exhaustion. If you're going through this right now, only you know where you fall right now on the stages of fight or flight in your dysregulated nervous system. The thing is, depending on where you are, depending on how activated you are, some of the tools, some of the resources I'm going to give you in this podcast later on may not work for you because when you are extremely activated, it's going to feel too much. It's going to feel like you are overstimulating yourself because your body is working so hard. Your nervous system is working so hard just to survive that it's going to feel like I just can't. So when you're in that state, I just want to encourage you that your predominant job is just to breathe, just to survive, just to have deep compassion for yourself in the fact that you're here, awareness that you're here and what's happening, and knowledge that you're you're going to be able to come out of this state when you know what's happening. And I'm going to give you tools for when you're there as well. But we won't want to do some of the more high energy things because our job is to get us back to having more energy to even do those things to even get us to a higher state of regulation where we can mainly attract the way we want to attract. So let me show, tell you guys, give you some examples of what these responses look like when it comes to money. Like when you're in that financial trauma, your nervous system is out of whack. A lot of, there's a couple stages here. And the first one I want to talk about is basically financial avoidance. This is where you basically become the ostrich I always talk about in my programs. If you've ever taken a program, a money program with me, and this is where 
if you ever seen an ostrich, I have a son, so I have other kids too. And I used to go to the zoo and you would see these ostriches with these big, huge necks, these birds, and they would literally put their heads under the sand. And I just always think of that as when we're in avoidance, we're in a stressed, activated state. And so what we do is we want to bury our head under the sand. This also looks like when your kid's hiding under the covers because of this monster underneath our beds. And so you don't even look at the look at what you perceive as the problem. You just go into this avoidance state. And what that can look like is for some people it shows up in the fight in the fight or flight response as overspending. They do retail therapy to avoid the pain of their situation. And it looks like I have to do this to make myself feel better because everything with money is so stressful. And they're just, they they overspend and overspend to try to avoid the pain of where they are. The flip side of this is underspending. It is, I have to, even when it looks like your situation is better with money, but you you sh- it looks like I'm still not where I want to be, even though it was better than that. Let's say you had a bad month. like And like I said, this could be entrepreneurs, but it doesn't have to be. Let's say you had something happen and you're coming up from it, but you're not where you want to be. And it goes into underspending to the point where you don't even want to do the baseline things like paying your bills or paying even tiny obligations or just spending like even for toothpaste or toilet paper feels like the hardest thing you you ever do. And you start hoarding the money, like any penny that goes out causes stress in the body. So you just want to avoid the situation from before. And what your body is saying to you, what your brain is saying to you in that moment is, you don't want to do that. Remember, remember that time that that thing happened that we're, you know, like that traumatized us. Remember when that happened before? Remember how that turned out? Remember the last time you went to spend money? How did that work out for you? And you have this little voice there saying to you, you barely made it out alive. Why would you even dream of doing this again? And this could mean like, you're cutting down things that you know help and support you, which ultimately would lead to you getting out of your situation faster. Or it can lead to like you not even like taking care of your basic needs, which is going to get you further activated. And so this is what that looks like with the financial avoidance. And then it's like, also in like the overspending part of this, it's where you throw money at the problem you on things to save you. So, and it it's kind of like when you're saying to yourself, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to just throw money here, throw money there, throw money this way, which really is like putting you deeper and deeper into the hole, like in your feeling, because that's what it feels like when you're in this space. Like I am stuck in this hole deep in the ground. Like I'm in a cave 
and you're throwing money at it and a means to save yourself. Meaning, I don't know what I'm doing with money. So I'm going to keep throwing money everywhere right now because I can't be trusted to learn these things or do these things for myself. And or you're saying to yourself, I'm going to keep throwing money at the problem to make me feel better so I don't have to deal with this discomfort. That's a fight response as far as overspending when it has to do with financial trauma. And then we have in this, okay, this type of way too, we're going to go into um, the flight, the fight response is also feeling trapped. Like not only have you made the decision to get out, like you're just like kind of, you're, you're just sitting there and it's like, okay, I'm just throwing this here to help me. And the crazy thing about it is like when you're in that state, like you, you, you want to flee from it. So like you're quitting everything. This is another like stage of this, like you're quitting everything. You're stopping all of your, your things that you need, like that help you, you're cutting out like every, like, like every expense, even things that free up your time or make sense to have because you just want to get to safety. And the crazy thing about this is even though you're getting out of all of these things and you're done, you know, like, or maybe you're like, I'm just getting out of everything. I'm just, I'm going to go back to underspending, you know, because we keep switching back and forth between the two. And the crazy thing about this is you'll likely make the future decision to that you need to go back in. So, so which will then put you into the freeze response where, and like I said, this is where you go into that severe underspending where you just stop or even worse than underspending, you just go to a place where you do a hard stop. Everything needs to stop. I am not going to spend a dime on anything. And this doesn't just mean recreation either. In this state, you probably don't even really want to spend money on your mortgage, on your rent, on your cars. It's just, I just, I want to accumulate the money and then I'll spend it. When really that's not going to feel good either, but this is where, when you're in the state, this is what it feels like. And it also can show up when you have financial trauma as lack of boundaries in this, in these responses. And when I say lack of boundaries, as an entrepreneur, this can mean severely undercharging for your services. It means cutting cutting deals, cutting coupons, like like giving coupons that you would never charge yourself because you're just like trying to make everyone happy because you're in such a dysregulated state. You feel like no one can possibly pay you. And you really go into this response of like, you can pay me later. You don't have to pay. You can do this or charging prices that really aren't in alignment for you. 
And it actually mimics a lot of the fawn response, like in this, in this scenario, because like, you're just like forgetting about your needs. You've dysregulated your nervous system so much that you go into this lack of boundaries place just to free yourself. So if you're experiencing any of these, there's so many more scenarios I can go into. This brings us back to what we want to do, and that is we want to regulate our nervous systems. Because at this point, you're probably like, yeah, this sounds like me, or I've been here before in the financial trauma place. Or maybe you also have triggered your nervous system because you're holding so much more money than you ever held before. And you went into your nervous system being so dysregulated because you're like, what do I do with it? I can't, I'm no good with money. I can't handle this money or people are going to come for me. And then you, and like I said, you go into this danger, anxious place. We want to regulate that because we want to get ourselves back to baseline, back to safety so we can call in more than ever before. And so let's talk about some ways that we can kind of do that when it comes to this. And one of the things that I would say techniques for getting us from the sympathetic, the activated state back to the parasympathetic state is going to be like in this state, like I said, you're extremely activated. You're going to want to use any energy you have and find that energy in breathing. Deep slow cleansing belly breaths is what we want to do. Now, I hear you. I'm a mom. And for the, the listeners here who may be mamas and also who are entrepreneurs, you might say, and where do I find the time for that? And it's so funny because we always have time to breathe. But a lot of these tools, like I said, one of the stages of a dysregulated nervous system is resistance. We're going to create some resistance around these, and that's okay. We want to have deep compassion for ourselves. I'm going to make this so easy for you and practical for you, you guys, because I know that the listeners that I have are doing big things in the world. They are impacting lives. They might have families. Even if they don't have families, they have shit to do that's good in this world. And I value your time. I get it. I've been here. And I know how to lead you out because I've done it for myself time and time and time again. Because once we regulate our nervous system once, It's not like our nervous systems can't get dysregulated again. So that's why these tools are so important for us. So that way we know what to do. We have the awareness of what's happening and we know what to do to get ourselves out so that we can start doing and attracting or being who we actually are. Because let's face it, I'm not going to coach you a lot on the doing on this podcast. We're going to get back to the being of who we actually are. So we can call in what we actually deserve. So with this, we're going to take a few deep belly breaths. One of my favorite places to tell people to try this, like for that, is when you're going to the bathroom. 
leave your phone out of the bathroom on the counter somewhere far away from you because a lot of times if, if you know we are in a new century a new way of living now a lot of times people just bring your phone in with you when you go to the bathroom and you scroll tiktoks or reels or feeds or answer emails whatever and i'm going to encourage you to leave it out of the bathroom and instead take some deep belly breaths just breathe slow and deep and come back to safety another good time to do this is when you're about to brush your teeth in the morning and at night in the middle of the day you are just going to stand there in the mirror before you even turn your sink on and remember to breathe you're going to take those deep cleansing breaths one of the ways that we can do that specifically is going to be and this is good for anxiety as well is the 555 method and it's when you're going to take 5 seconds you're going to breathe in for five seconds, you're going to count to five in your head and you're going to breathe in slowly for five. You're going to hold your breath for five and then you're going to breathe out for five seconds. It is that simple. 15 seconds is all I ask of you guys. So we're going to do that before brushing our teeth, when we're on the toilet, after we brush our teeth, maybe in the car. This is going to be something that's going to get you back to that parasympathetic state so this is just one of the techniques that I encourage you to try out. Another thing that you can do while you're brushing your teeth, let's just go into our bathroom routine and some things that can help you in this state, is going to be gargling. So after you, or before you brush your teeth, just taking some water and allowing yourself to gargle with the water for a few seconds before spitting it out is going to activate your, stimulate your vagus nerve, which is going to help you get back to that parasympathetic state because your vagus nerve is the biggest component to your parasympathetic nervous system. The, so we're going to go ahead and do that. Then one of my favorites is if you have an ice roller, it is my absolute favorite thing to do. And I do this all the time. So it's not something I just do when my nervous system is dysregulated, but especially when my nervous system is dysregulated, I freeze it in the freezer and you can get little fridges for your bathroom or whatever, but I literally roll the ice roller and I put mine in the freezer on my face for two to five minutes every morning. I do this and it's just the cold also will help lower anxiety, get that blood flow going. And it's just so good for you. So that's one of the things that I do. Like I, and I do that and I either have the moisturizer or I don't, but after you roll it, wash your face, just use the ice roller. It's so good. Another thing you can do is in the shower and the morning is like, this is where you know, because we get the blood flowing. I'm giving you like a lot of the cold water things is good for the morning, but like I've done them in the evening as well. And it also helps me. So like, I'm just saying, don't use time as an excuse for these. 
is after you take your shower, if you're anything like me, I like hot showers. Cold showers are really like research-based. They're good for you guys. But like, I'm just going to tell you from my perspective, I like a hot shower. <laughs> so I do a hot shower, but in the last two to five minutes of your shower, before you get out, turn it to cold. And yes, it will feel uncomfortable, but it will be so good for you after. It lowers anxiety. It kind of mimics like what a cold plunge would be. I know you probably have heard of cold plunging, but most of us don't have a cold plunge pool. So the shower is sufficient in also helping just getting that nervous system back to that parasympathetic state. So these are some things that just easy tools for you to do. Before you're sleeping, I like to do this other exercise before sleeping at night. Also, legs up. <laughs> so what I mean by that is we're going to scoot your tailbone too close to the wall. I would say about an inch from the wall. It doesn't have to be on the wall, but some people put it against the wall. And your legs straight up in the air and your palms either facing up. And I say, like, if you if you want to receive some good energy, I always put palms up. But if if you really just want the grounding, I say palms down. And what this does is you're going to sit with your legs up from five to 20 minutes. When your nervous system is way blown out of whack for a long period of time, I would do this every day. And what this does is it gets the blood rushing and it gets opens up your heart and gets you back into that heart space. It's so good for relaxation. It'll help you sleep better at night if you're having trouble sleeping while you're dysregulated in any way, whether that's insomnia or whether that's, you know, like just feeling exhausted, and but it still feels like you're not getting that good sleep. This is fantastic. But honestly, when the anxiety kicks in and when you're truly dysregulated and you're feeling shaky and you're feeling you know, like just not yourself and you're like in that state, I would say you can stop and do this in the middle of the day. So it doesn't have to wait for a certain particular time. These are just tools and resources for you to re to kind of go back to. So that is another tool that you can take with you um, as far as regulating the nervous system about that. So I encourage you guys really to try one or all of these um, in your day-to-day -day life. It will help you. It will get you back to that parasympathetic state where your heart rate slows, your blood pressure lowers, your, your digestion is better. And like once you're there, but you're still feeling like you're feeling that sh stress kick in. You feel like you're starting to get dysregulated, but you're not quite to fight or flight yet. Or you've gotten yourself back up, but you're still, you could still tell that your nervous system is dysregulated. I would say in this state, you can do more walking in nature. This is the state where you still practice your breathing. This is the state where you can try magnesium at night or incorporating more potassium in your diet or trying. I avoid fatty, sugary foods when I'm dysregulated and focus on just getting 
Like I personally have fruit smoothies with protein when I'm like in that state and really focus on putting healthy things into my body. And I don't really focus on, I do light proteins instead of heavy proteins just because I want myself to feel as good as possible. So I love myself more, even more when I'm in this state. And one, I'm going to give you like two little tools as well that are kind of out of the box that most people don't think about. I'm going to give you this one. If you're feeling slightly dysregulated, I want, and this could also work in this, in the sympathetic nervous system, like fight or flight response when you're activated state. So I'm just going to refer to that as your activated state. When you're an activated, try yawning. Try to just get to the point where you can yawn. Yawning is actually really good for regulating your nervous system. Humming is also good when it comes to like regulating your nervous system. So, and singing is also good, but humming and yawning are the two where most people don't know about them, but they really work. So I like to also listen to sound clearings on, and you can find them on YouTube. And one of the things in, in some breath work in this state, I would, I don't, I look at simple breath work with my, if I'm really activated, simple breath work is all that I do. But when I'm just like slightly activated, when I'm not quite to the point where I'm in burnout mode or anything like that, then I can do different breath works where it might have some light humming and meditation. It's so good for you. So these are just some tools like to kind of get you back to safety because we really just want to get back there if you're feeling like, I just say when your nervous system is dysregulated, it really just, not only do you feel like you need to survive, you can kind of feel like you're going to die. And it's like, the money will never come in again. I'm going to die. And and really, you're not. I just want to remind you that you're safe. And this is something to tell yourself. We all have probably reached this point where our nervous systems are completely blown out and frazzled. And it just means that you're in a state of remembrance, remembering something that's happened that didn't work out the way you wanted it to, or something could happen. And it's usually something from childhood that it triggers that makes you feel like this isn't good for me. I'm not okay. And just reminding yourself that you're okay. You don't have to fix the actual problems when you're in this state. Regulating your nervous system will help you get to the point where you are seeing the possibilities that are in front of you again. You're seeing the opportunities that are around you because really the universe is always there to support us. God is always there to support you and you can magnetize and manifest in any state. But when our nervous systems are completely out of whack, you're not seeing them. You're not feeling supported. You're not seeing the possibilities. You're not seeing opportunities 
you're just seeing danger. You're just feeling danger in your body. And in those moments, you're not wrong. And I don't want you to go into, I'm doing something wrong. You're not. This is just your body's way of reacting to help you know that it's time to show myself more love, love myself back to safety. That's what we want to do. Because once you're back there, you're going to become aware of the inspired action. You're going to become aware of all of these beautiful possibilities to call in more, to receive more, to have more. But in order to do that, our ultimate job is just feeling better, bit by bit, day by day, 1% better. That's it. 1% better, one day at a time, one moment at a time even. And once you do that, you're going to notice over time that you're just feeling good and good things are going to start to happen. And this is a different way of approaching, you know, money trauma, things like that, because there's so going to be so many, so much noise out there and so many people who are going to give you advice on how to solve money trauma or how to fix your money problems or do this. And I say, feeling better is the ultimate way to fix any kind of money leaks, energy leaks, or energy leaks you have around money, to say that better, it's going to be the portal for that. And as as you feel better, your vibration is going to raise. And once that vibration has raised, you're going to experience hope, which is higher up on the vibrational scale. And once you're experiencing hope, you are so much closer to belief You're so much closer to belief. And once you're in belief, my God, guys, there's nothing you can't do. But for me to tell you in a dysregulated state to jump to belief, most of you would laugh in my face. You would turn off this podcast and vow never to listen to me again. And even if you would, when you're feeling better, you probably call to me every name under the sun because we can't even begin to see that if our nervous system is out of whack. So I just wanted to make sure I gave you some practical tools that you can come back to over and over again as we do this work together and magnetizing your ultimate dream life. I wanted to just leave you something here to tap into in the times of discomfort, in the times where you don't have any belief, all of your energy is going to be focused on just feeling better. And once you do that, you're going to find yourself out of that hole and with the world opening up in a way that you can't possibly even imagine. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this helped. I hope this resonates and I will see you in the next episode.
Thank you for tuning in to the Simply Magnetic podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and found inspiration to turn up the dial on your innermost magnetic self. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Your feedback helps us reach more amazing souls like yourself who are ready to step into their power and create magic in their lives. And remember, the journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep expanding, and keep embracing the beauty of your own unique journey. You are a radiant being capable of infinite possibilities. If you'd like to connect further or explore additional resources to support your growth and transformation, visit me on any of my social media platforms located in the show notes, or you can check out my Becoming Magnetic membership where you'll find an abundance of tools, courses, and inspiration to help you continue on your path to abundance and fulfillment. Until next time, remember to stay aligned, stay empowered, and always trust in the magnetic power and magic that resides within you. This is Danielle Addison signing off from the Simply Magnetic Podcast, wishing you a life filled with love, joy, and endless magic.